I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I Hello there, everybody. This is I Miss You, Man. We're back. We're better than ever, aren't we, Dylan? How you doing? All right. You don't much manage, mate. I gotta. You're down here. I ain't need you up here with me. All right. All right. I'm coming. I'm coming. All right. Give me a hand up, mate. I'm coming for you. Oh, there, there you are. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This is I Miss You, Man. What does that mean, Dylan? Tell me. What's going on? It means that this is a podcast, you Lonnie, me Dylan, and we take each other on a journey each week. Could be about anything, life, pop culture, and guess what? Everything in between those things, Lonnie. Everything. 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 And you know, sometimes Dylan, we have episodes that just feel inevitable. We're doing this for over 100 episodes now. I kind of feel like arm wrestling was going to happen at some point, wasn't it? I can't believe it wasn't in the first 10. <laughs> It feels classic gas, doesn't it? Um, absolutely. It feels a classic Lonnie, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Now, could you could you beat me in an arm wrestle, you reckon? Almost certainly. I don't know. You might be a snaky little golden arm. I don't think so. I think oh, I'm I very know. weak. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty weak, too, so I think it'll be a, a battle of the week. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you get amongst arm wrestling much? Do you get a few drinks in you, and all of a sudden you you... <laughs> feel the need uh not not generally i don't okay. know it's just never something that's in the forefront of my mind i no. can't even remember the last time i arm wrestled really? primary school really okay well yeah, i think so today everybody is the first of a two-part arm wrestling series on i miss you man uh today Two arms the <laughs> exactly arm Coming together. Um, this episode is about the history, the competitions, the rules, and a little bit of a look on the pop culture side of arm wrestling. Hello. And then next week, we're going to dive deeply into the arm wrestling on film, the silver screen. Uh, silver Sylvester Stallone famously has an arm wrestling movie. <laughs> so, you know, the, the Sylvester screen. <laughs> I got myself caught up there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, so that's an array now, but there's a couple others as well that we're going to look into. Well, one other. Well, okay. Well, that's true. But we talk about another one as well. That's our plan. Sure. <laughs> so arm wrestling again. What do I do on this show, Dylan? I, I take something that we all know and we're all familiar with, take a few steps back and have a look at it, you know, with through a telescope. What's going on here? What are we what are we thinking about with this bloody concept of arm wrestling? Do you remember how being it, taught arm wrestling? No, it's just something we all knew, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, how to come about, I think you're about to ask. It's a good question. Who knows? Nobody. Absolutely. No one. It's instinctual, all in our brains. It's all, it's in the shared history of our minds, yes. Um, Wikipedia says it's a sport with two opponents who face each other with their bent elbows placed on a table. 
hands firmly gripped, you then attempt to force the opponent's hand down to the table to pin them. The sport is often casually used to demonstrate the stronger person between two or more people. Um, fair enough. I don't know about this one, Dylan. This is one of these yeah. Wikipedia citation needed sections. Um, in in the early years, and then in brackets, when <laughs> other name <laughs> other names were used to describe the same sport, including arm turning, arm twisting, <laughs> twisting wrists. Wrist turning oh. and wrist wrestling. What's your favourite of those? Wrist wrestling's pretty good. I like that too, actually. A little bit of a... What's it called? We use words with the same starting letter. Yeah, alliteration, yeah. Alliteration. Love a bit of alliteration, mm, don't we? It's good, isn't it? Um, so, yes, back onto the history of wrist wrestling. Arm wrestling, as you might call it. Um, yeah, we don't know... That much about it, but it seems like it's existed for many years, centuries, millennia. Um, but yeah, yeah, it probably existed without people recording it because you know, so many things to paint on the wall or put in on a bloody vase in Greece, you know, <laughs> arm wrestling didn't make it to the top. Um, but there is, there is apparently some uh, pictorial evidence that is maybe uh, misinterpreting they're saying here, so you know, potentially. People were depicted as dancing, but that looks like they got their arms in an arm wrestling pose, or just wrestling in general. The more, you know, the old old style wrestling was being depicted, but it looks like arm wrestling, but it isn't. So, Ooh. but Dylan, yeah. your friends in Japan were apparently some of the first people to do it. Did you wrestling? Did you My know mates. that? Your 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 good friends in the wrestling community of Japan, yes, and the anime community oh, of Japan. Right. Oh, the anime community, hello. Well, I'm just saying that that's how you, you got to interest in, in Japanese culture. So, oh, yeah, in the Edo period, uh, depicted an art form, art from as early as the 1700s. That's pretty pretty early, hey? Absolutely, very early. Mm. So that, that's where it started and it spread from there. So I reckon the Spaniards and the Cubans in the 19th century were possibly oh. under the influence of Japanese contact. Um, and these would, these arm wrestlers would place a piece of money under each elbow. That's a fun little, little twist, isn't it? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. In the US, they reckon it was called Indian arm wrestling. So they reckon the early Indigenous peoples of America were, were doing it. That's pretty cool. Um, sure, I mean, yeah, fair enough. Hmm. But it takes until the nineteen fifties for it to sort of get formalised. We've got the World's Wrist Wrestling Championships, the WWC, and they held the first uh, wrist, championing, wrist wrestling championship in California in 1962. Pretty fun. But now, absolutely, we've got the WAF now, though, Dylan, the World Arm Wrestling Federation. Oh, <laughs> I just love the fact oh, wow. that there's always a world organization for these things. Probably a few guys doing it themselves but <laughs> that's good fun isn't it in the pro world sure, they're called pullers and they participate in pulls that's what a match is called do you like that term no, i don't like that no why not a bit too close to pulling off isn't you it you don't want to go for a pull with your mates at the mm. at the wash no 
listen to some jizz music and go pull <laughs> each other. That doesn't sound good out of context or in context. Not much better, is it? <laughs> um, in competition, we've got competitive arm wrestling, okay? So it's not just two guys at a bar or two girls. It's um, on a proper table. And we've got two types. We've got a tournament or a super match. So a tournament usually involves successive rounds of a single match or pool between any two opponents in a large number of total participants. So that's your classic sort of tournament structure with two brackets, people, you know, ending up together in the grand finale, grand finale sort of now, thing. Now, mm-hmm. Lonnie, is it double elimination? Doesn't say here, Dylan, but I, I don't know if that was just added for the movie, but maybe... We'll get into it next week. Now, the super match usually involves anywhere from three to six matches between two specific athletes with short rest periods between consecutive matches. The super match is reserved for more experiences, more experience than high level pullers. Oh, well, I. And it's a bit, it says it's um, a bit like the traditional bout in other combat sports. So, like, you. Different rounds, I suppose, of a boxing match. Sure, yeah. Mm. I think it's five rounds in UFC as well. So okay. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Multiple yeah, rounds. Yeah. Get a defending winner. Now, we watched a bit of this on screen, as we mentioned. But we saw the competition tables. They've got elbow pads, which indicate the area from which a competitor's elbow must remain throughout the match. The pin pads, which indicate the height an opponent's hand must reach before being considered pinned. And the hand pegs which is the non-wrestling arm hold on to for leverage. Pretty cool setup, hey? Absolutely, yeah. I like those little handles that they hang on to. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, the table's a bit different in different you know, governing bodies, but they're symmetrical with predefined distances between the elbow pads and the pin pads. Um, as you go into the, the, you know, the divisions, there's weight divisions, there's left and right-hand pullers, but um, right-handed, obviously bit more common and so they're more prestigious although I kind of feel like in some ways because there are fewer left-handed um, people out there maybe that's more prestigious to do but apparently not okay is there so there's no left-handed leagues well there might be I, I look I'm, I'm basically I'm done a bit of research but I I did you know what I did do I watched a video Dylan of a Ooh. competition um, on the Gold Coast, which was modelled on Over the Top, the Sylvester Stallone movie. So it was a real competition they've modelled off that movie. Pretty bit of fun. Yeah. And there's a guy yeah. called Larry Wheels. Have you come across Larry Wheels at all in your time? I don't think so. <laughs> so he's a, he's a YouTuber, but like a, a um, an athlete as well. Like he's a, he's a professional fitness sort of guy. And he's doing, he was doing this competition. And he was big. He was a big boy. And... Okay. Yeah, he's pretty damn good too. And it's funny, it's like so intense while they're going to do the rest the wrestle's happening. But once it's over, like the second it's over, they're like, Oh, all good good mate. They give each other pats on the back. They're like obviously, you know, it's a bit a lot of camaraderie in the competition outside of the actual, you know, wrestle itself. It's like real wrestling. Yeah, yeah, basically. Now here's some rules, Dylan, for the professional wrestle, professional arm wrestling oh, side of things. No. Okay, yeah, I know the rules are stupid. No fun. Yeah, a bit of bureaucracy, but they want to create an even playing field. Wikipedia tells us 
and they want to prevent broken bones, which I'll get into soon, but it's pretty nasty at times, as you can imagine. Is is one of the rules you're not allowed to re-grip your hand mid-match? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, okay? <laughs> so, the shoulder of both players must be in a square position before the match starts. That That's pretty... Um, it's there for the, the breakage of arms, try and prevent that. Yeah. Um, all, all start with a ready go. That the cadence will vary, it says. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> when you start, the competitors must have at least one foot on the ground. Um, but after the go, players may have both feet off the ground. I guess for leverage with those the pins on the other side, the pegs. Um, yeah, right. Okay. The opposite hand, the non-wrestling hand, must remain on the peg at all times. Um, in brackets, if one slips off the peg and quickly regains contact, it does not count as a foul in most cases. So you got a little bit of leeway there. Right. There you go. If the elbow of the offensive competitor comes off the pad prior to a pin, it will not be counted and a foul will be given. So you've got to make sure you keep in contact with your wrestling arm on the, the elbow on the ground at all, on the table at all times, okay? Absolutely. That's fair. To make a winning pin, a player must take any part of the opponent's wrist or hand, including fingers, below the plane of the touchpad. Uh, a false start is a warning, but two warnings equal a foul. I want that. And you'll generally forfeit the match with a second foul. But there's probably some rules on that. Uh, now, Dylan, a big part of the movie was the strap. Are you wondering if the strap is real? Big part of both movies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a if, big deal. I'm assuming it's real. If opponents lose grip with one another, a strap is applied and the match is restarted. And intentional slip-outs are fouls. Okay. Oh. So the slip-out, which occurs when a player's palm completely loses contact with the other player's palm. You can't be doing that, Dylan. You can't be getting too sweaty in there, okay? I oh, know, but you could just blame each other, couldn't you? Well, that's what they do in the movie. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Competitors may not touch their body to their hand at any time, and shoulders may not cross the centre of the table at any time. Competitors well, will... No, come on. Tell that to Sly. <laughs> he got pretty close, didn't he? Mate, he was on one side of the table at one point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Now these these last two, Dylan, are probably the most important. Okay, and they they speak to the spirit of the of the wrestle. Uh, competitors will always conduct themselves in a sports person like manner while at the tournament. Okay, that's good. And the most important arm wrestling rule, that's what they say here. The referee's decision yeah, is final. Oh. <laughs> you got to respect the ref. Fun. Okay. I think I think fun just happens naturally, right? Yeah, it should be a rule, though, just to cement it. You, you make that into a rule? The number one rule. Yeah, that's fair. Now, I don't want to dwell on it too much, mate, but you can probably imagine that people have broken their arms doing this. Okay, it happens a fair bit. That's no good. That's grisly, is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's not good at all. Um, and there's a famous one in, in Australian culture. I don't know if you come across it, Dylan... It's an NRL competition on the footy show back in 2015. They were 
having an arm wrestling comp, basically what we see in the movies uh, over a few episodes of the TV show. And Wendell Saylor broke Ben Ross's arm live on TV. Jeez. It's terrible. Jesus. Yeah, I, I I couldn't go back and watch it. I remember watching it at the time when it happened. It was, ugh, ugh. I'll give it a YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Um, but it really affected him. He um he lost a lot of never arm wrestled again. No, he never. Well, he was happy to, but Wendell didn't want to. But he, he I read an article. Ben Ross um mentally affected him. He, he couldn't pick up his kids. He couldn't train as well as he could have in the past. He, Jesus. Yeah, really tough stuff. Must have been a bad break, eh? And a public thing too, you know. On TV, I think that uh, makes it worse. The humiliation. Yeah, and then, then people were spreading rumours that he was going to sue Channel 9 and then there's a lot of trolling happening. But apparently Wendell was really good to him. Was trying to, you know, stop the trolls and stuff. So, yeah, pretty tough. Can't stop the trolls, mate. It is tough to stop the trolls, you're right. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I looked up TV tropes because I thought we could look into the, the pop culture side of things. We, we tend, tend to do that on this show, don't we, Dylan? Absolutely. I know one. Hear, probably on your all right. Hear me. Hear me. There's a, there's a Friends episode with a bit of arm wrestling. Oh, I don't, Halloween party. I, don't, I don't know this one. Please tell me more. Uh, I think it's just uh, Chandler and Ross get into a little bit of an arm wrestling contest. Okay. Pretty fun. That's cool. I'll have to track that one down. The only thing I could find on yeah. TV tropes was the particular trope of a one-sided arm wrestle. Um, so that's obviously... Mm. Often it's someone set up to to be really scary and then your guy, the you know, protagonist, is able to beat them in an arm wrestle and that sort of proves them as um, you know, being pretty more pretty powerful. Uh, there's one one because episode one story of Superman. He's facing Atlas and Samson simultaneously and breaks their arms. That happens in All Star Superman. Do you recall that? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. It's yeah, good, yeah. good one. I haven't done it as well myself, but apparently there's an episode of an issue, sorry, of a Thor comic where he and Hercules are having a arm wrestle that apparently. Is pushing the Earth out of its orbit, so they have to stop. Bit of fun. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. And do you recall in Superman Two, where Ursa challenges a human male to an arm wrestling contest, and he thinks, "Yeah, totally, I can take her," but then she's Kryptonian, <laughs> and she beats him. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, vaguely myself. It's been a little while since I've seen Superman Two. Yeah. But well, there you go. 
I um I don't know if you know anything about the Smurfs still, and I know the Smurfs is coming up soon on our on our Christina Chronicles series. Startlingly close. <laughs> and on the Smurfs, apparently, there's an episode where Clumsy repeatedly gets into an arm wrestling match with Hefty, who easily defeats him. Oh, but it doesn't deter good. Clumsy from trying again. Well, that's good. That's a good lesson. Yeah. So that we might know more of the context for that when we watch the Smurfs too, but maybe not. Who knows? I'm going to guess both those characters are not in that movie. Okay. I guess we'll see. Now, Dylan, have you ever heard of Arm Champs or Arm Champs 2? No. This is, an, more. This is an arcade game in which the player can arm wrestle against multiple virtual opponents. The game console consists of a robotic arm that simulates the strength and pressure of the computer-controlled opponent who appears on the screen. And it's like a live reaction as oh. they're doing it. You'd be all about this, wouldn't you? Oh, there's kind of a mini-game in a fighting game from like 91 called Fatal Fury. Yeah. Like, once you do like four rounds of fights, there's a little arm wrestling competition, a button mashing one you That's can do cool. with a computer. Might okay. be similar to that. Do you know who made this arm champs? It says Jaleco, Jaleco. Oh, okay. Because SNK made Fatal Fury, I thought it might have been cool. Mate, no. But, oh well. no, but this one, there's literally an arm you have to fight against. Um, oh, like in real life. There's an arm there. There's a, there's a robot arm that you have to arm oh. wrestle against. It's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a like a street fightery sort of setup. So there's, in the first game, there's five opponents. I'm going to tell you about them, okay? Okay. We've, they're all, we're all around the world. We've got Nessie... Uh, Papillion. Papillion. She's a female champ and a British professional wrestler. We've got Mad Foreman. Okay. He is an unemployed man from Germany. Mm, okay. Goes we've, against the name. <laughs> we've got Cho Yongping, a Chinese fisherman. Uh, Mike. Hmm. Mike that's, Ro- that's getting to uh, JK Rowling levels of uh, <laughs> names there. <laughs> Mike Robinson, a South African miner. Okay. And the, be- yeah. the best one, I think, Dylan, the American convoy driver, Wolf Adams. Wolf Adams. Yeah. That's a good name. Pretty good name. Um, That's a good one. It's quite obscure, they say, here on TV Tropes. Didn't get outside of Japan much. There's a story, I don't know if it's true, but apparently the game was forced off the market due to being too strong uh, with players getting injured who were trying Ooh. to do it. But then there was a sequel. Oh, jeez. There was a sequel. So I'm thinking if the first one was that dangerous, they wouldn't have done a sequel, right? Well, I mean, exactly. Yeah. In the sequel, um, which is apparently more well-known, it's the same premise, but we've got nine opponents. Can I take you through them? Absolutely. Yes, you can. We've got Trixie. Sorry, we've got nine opponents, the last of which appears in four forms. I don't know what that means, okay? But we've got Trixie, who's a female bodybuilder from Russia. We've got mm. Chang, a street performer from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Okay, all pretty normal so far. Next one is a bit different. We've got mm. Atlas, the Prince of Planet Amusement from the Universe. Oh, that's fun. Bit I of like fun. That. Uh, we've got Turk, who's a retired soldier from Egypt. 
Duke, an ex-champion professional boxer from the USA. The The Rock, a fast-footed wrestler from England. Yeah. Do you think that's where The Rock got his inspiration from? When was this? When was this made? This one. Uh, Ninety two. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. possible. Uh, we've got a Goliath, who's a bodybuilder from France. Uh, Shibayama Yama, a the strongest sumo wrestler from Japan. And then mm. to round it out, Specs, a robo arm wrestler from the USA. So there you go. Okay. None of those are blatantly offensive. No, it's a bit better. <laughs> Have you seen some of those names in Punch Out? No, what's in that? Well, there's, for example, there's an Italian boxer. His mm. name is Pizza Pasta. Oh my god! <laughs> well, like, come on. Yeah, they didn't even try, did they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I looked up looked that. up a video of that too, and I'll probably sh- you can find it yourself quite easily. But yeah, Arm Champs too. There's this guy up against it, and like the first couple, he was just killing it, like completely easy. Ooh. And the last one, he just could not get past it. So. Yeah, I don't know how it works exactly, but pretty cool. Cutting edge technology, mate. Yeah, exactly right. And I wonder if it was trying to, to cash in on the um the Sylvester Sloan of it all. Kind of, kind of similar era, hey. A bit late. A little bit late, yeah. A couple of years late, but still, it takes a while to get it going. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, to round us out, Dylan, I, I thought I would ask ChatGPT. A question. Oh. Don't know if you're aware of this, but ChatGPT is pretty good at doing uh, rhymes, you know, poems. So I wondered I if I, I wondered if ChatGPT could write a limerick about a podcaster who is an amazing arm wrestler. All right. Okay. Now there they, they they definitely did it. I want you to know, tell me if it's actually good or not. Though, okay. 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 Here we go. There once was a podcaster with charm whose skills caused quite the alarm. With a mic in one hand and a strong burly stand a strong burly strand, he arm wrestled guests on his farm. <laughs> so I don't know where the farm twist. don't know where the farm came from, but there you go. Why not? Bit of fun? Yeah, I give it a solid B minus. B minus, okay. Pretty good. So yes, as mentioned, next week we're going to dive deeply into the arm wrestling movies. But that gives you a bit of an outline of, of arm wrestling, what the professional world is like, and how we've seen it in some other pop culture. Um, on the movies, Dylan, just to give us a, give us a little hint, a little, little tidbit. Well, Sylvester Stallone, need I say more, really? There you go. What's he doing in his movie? Doing the best he can... <laughs> As a father. As a father. It's actually quite a sentimental movie. <laughs> it's a surprisingly gripping family drama, <laughs> to be honest. So, yeah, get amongst that next week. I've got a small get amongst it suggestion, though, Dylan, if that's okay with you. No. Okay, well, we're wrapping up. We're on the socials. <laughs> no, go no, on. I can't wait. Um... So yes, on Get Amongst it, we recommend something we've been getting amongst recently, and hopefully you, the listeners, can also get amongst it. 
Dylan, I'm going to buck the trend and recommend another video game. And that's more your speed, but I'm doing it again here, okay? You better. Go on. Lego Incredibles on the PS4. You ever come across this game? <laughs> you love your Lego games, don't you? <laughs> They're just fun to play with Sine, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Um, it's we, a good one. That one's that's got lots of Pixar characters in yeah, it. Yeah, mate. Which I didn't know until we started playing it. Which was if what I a treat of a surprise. It really, really was. So we, we bought it for twenty bucks from Big W on a whim, basically. Um, I knew it was around, but I just hadn't got around to it yet. But I think if I'd known the Pixar characters there, I might have gone a bit sooner. But it was a great surprise, as you mentioned. Now here's my thing. Hmm. It's a bit weird that the second movie is first. Yeah. That you play that through first, and then you play the first one second. That's odd to me. I think they were trying to cash in on the new movie, but the new movie isn't very good. So it's a bit of a slog no, to get through it's, that. It's surprisingly awful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm. And like, it's a lot. It's a the game's good. The game's pretty fun. It's a it's a high bar. That first movie being pretty amazing, and then the second one, yeah, it doesn't really extend the universe and the story in a very interesting way. It kind of goes back to the start, which I don't really understand. No, Bob kind of devolves as a character. Mm. But, you know, at least it would be better in Lego form, which I'm assuming it is. Look, it is. It's more fun to do stuff. I, I feel like in other Lego games I've played, there is a bit more um, variation. I'm thinking especially of Lego Marvel, because you've got so many characters. In this one, you oh. kind of have the same four characters the whole time. There's a bit of difference, obviously. Our family. Yeah. And uh, not not so much that even it, it's kind of every every level was the same as kind of which is Lego I get that you know I'm, I'm not a lot of complaining for a get amongst <laughs> come on it was still a lot of fun I'm just um it was a bit samey that's all well what bloody Pixar characters are there that'll be the real draw all right you get to be uh, Russell from Up. Uh, Woody. Oh, okay. Woody can be there and he can call Bullseye to, to ride. Oh, that's good. Didn't know there's no Buzz like here. That would have been cool, I think, but that was a bit of a... That's just Woody, is it? Just Woody. Woody and Bullseye, yeah. okay. Uh, you get to be but there. But you had to pick one, right? I guess so, yeah, but still. Maybe I just wonder. I'm a Woody main. Yeah, I like Woody. But maybe I wish I had a whole Pixar game rather than Incredibles, as it turns out, because <laughs> I was more excited for those. Pixar characters. Um, Flick gets a go from Bugs Life, which is fine. I feel like Bugs Life gets oh, a bit... Oh, hello. Yeah, a bit, bit lost in the Pixar mix, you know? Very underrated movie. I quite like Bugs yeah. Life. Um, you can tell it was made when it was made because you don't get to be Nemo, you get to be Dory. Obviously pushing the oh. Finding Dory movie, which is, again, not that great, I don't think. Yeah, no good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bit of fun, though. And... Yeah, we're almost finished it though, which is kind of funny because we just started it. But you know, you plug some hours yeah, into it. Games for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so yeah. no other Pixar characters, no no monsters from Monsters Inc. Oh no, no you, you get to be Sully. Sorry, yeah, that's true. Oh, hello. Okay, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. No cars. Thank you, Winnie McQueen. Yeah, he's like one of the last ones you get, which I, I guess they're waiting for him to be like a big special yeah, how does one. That work. Yeah. What do you mean? How's that work? He's just a car yeah you can fly around you can go really fast <laughs> i hope so yeah so he's got car for it. that's it yeah he's just a basically yeah, right. a vehicle How does he punch and kick yeah i don't think he, i think he might 
he might um, still put some, like he speeds up a little bit. There's a bit of burst of speed, but he, I, I think he's pretty much just there for races. But then he's like at the, right at the end of the game, so I don't really understand that. Mm. Oh, mm. is what it is. Yeah, good stuff. The good stuff. Sounds Absolutely. Good. Yeah, pretty good. When are you playing Lego DC Super Villains? That, you know, that is on our list, I suppose. We should play that next. Is it's it good? really good. And, mate, some fresh Kevin Conroy oh, voice for okay. You. Yeah, okay. And Mark Hamill is Joker in that one, too. Which are the villains? Is that is that weird being the villains? That's fun. It's a Lego game, so they're not too villainous. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, well, I'll get onto that and get back to you. Absolutely. Let me know. Okay. All right, well, in the meantime, we're on the socials. You can get amongst us there. Um, which one's again, Dylan? X. Facebook. Instagram. No threads. No MySpace. No. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, yeah, you get, you get in touch with us. That'd be amazing. You can follow us along here on, this, on your feed and tell your mates. That'd be good. Um, I'd also thank Mark the Man, don't you reckon? Absolutely. I, be, I bet you he can do a good arm wrestle. I don't think either of us could beat him. No. <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it, mate. He's too powerful. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, okay, well, until until next time when we look at arm wrestling movies, Dylan, I'm going to say... I miss you, man. Oh. I miss you, man. Yep, that's right. You got me. Okay. I miss you, man. <laughs> Jump the gun. I was excited. I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.